Hello, and welcome to Dicebreakers, a TTRPG podcast and stream with mostly accurate rules and inconsistent character voices. I'm Alex, your host, and to chairman with me, Rowan Purdy, my wonderful players. How is everyone doing today? Oh, fuck! <laughs> Just turn it up the stream, would you please? I did some mastering edits to the to the music. <laughs> We're going back to the old one. It's subtle. We're going back to the old one. No, 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 we keep this one. Like this. <laughs> this is very. It's, it just works. It's just, uh, <laughs> so, for context, there is a game called Trombone Champ where you can use your mouse and buttons to like play trombone. And whilst I was doing it on the stream, Ronan Harry said you have to make the intro. <laughs> We have an intro version, which is so. That's me. That's me playing that on a virtual trombone. <laughs> oh dear! Oh my goodness! Beautiful. There we go. Um, yeah. yeah. There you go. Neva feels around everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> we have a we have a, a recap, of course, as we always do. I'm, I'm gonna have to mute myself. Yep. Uh, so everyone, listen up and. Uh... Oh, mighty elm, protector of the weak and helper of the helpless. I've prayed to you every day of my life with no expectation of a response, but these days I feel as though I need you more than ever. My life is not following the route I expected. Of course I wanted to go to university, I wanted to learn, to grow, and eventually to return home, having gained bounties of knowledge to help my kin. But now I find myself in dangerous situations and altercations, I'm not two weeks into my first term. I've slain rats that turned to black sludge for an old man in a cafe. I've searched through the underworld, investigating a break-in at a shop. Ended up having to witness a poor soul's death. Only a couple of days ago, my friends and I found ourselves in a situation where some thugs were trying to extort a poor shopkeeper. Of course, I tried to help, as you have always taught me, but it almost got us all killed. Luckily, we were saved by Captain Dell of the Guard. Of course, I'm still ensuring that my daily education is not interrupted. I've been going to class and studying hard, even taking part in extracurricular activities like making a fighting robot, helping my friends complete an assault course, and searching for hidden treasure that offer a competition. Just yesterday, Maisie was able to retrieve a golden orb from the top of a huge tower. Very impressive indeed. Oh, speaking of Maisie, She's been struggling a bit with some sort of recurring headache. I know she's been seeing Professor Gerthal, who's been trying to help her. I hope she's okay. Neva's been struggling a bit with Cromwell and Maisie. The thing is, she keeps trying to tell him what to do. 
I mean, I understand why. She's just concerned for their safety. But unfortunately, she doesn't know how to approach the situation. It's causing such tension. And now, here I am in yet another hectic situation. Cromwell overheard some thugs talking about some hidden gold. And of course, Maisie jumped at the opportunity to find it. I was sceptical at first, but I contacted Captain Dell and she asked if we could investigate, as she can't trust anyone of the guard. Apparently they're all corrupt. Uh, she said she'd send someone along that she could trust who could help us. We ended up following the thugs. And with the help of our new friend, we took him down after they ambushed us in a derelict house. Uh, no killing this time, thank help. I, I mean, thank you. We went down to the basement, uh, which was full of this solid sludge, and followed a pipe into the ground. Uh, that turned out to be a mistake. We are now face to face with some creature made of that old sludge we found in the basement, mixed with a few bones, of course. If there was ever a time I needed your guidance, it's now. Elm, please help me and my friends to live another day. Viola te Wetaloo. There we go. A wonderful prayer from Carly to, uh, the, the Elm. Um... Uh, and a phone call. And a phone call. That's actually the doorbell. I just Excuse my you. Anyway, so what actually, a little sum up there. Uh, and as, and as, <laughs> as calm as that has made us all feel, we're going to go immediately into fight music as we get thrown into initiative. I will put you the fight music on as soon as I switch the screen over and have sight on the thing. That's fair enough. Um, we, as you know, of course, you went down a pipe in the bottom of the basement after you've been following for this gold, and the water beneath you started uh, rushing around, filling with this grey sludge and black smoke that came from down the uh, pipes, and turned into a vaguely humanoid creature uh, in front of your eyes. You have your friend, um, whatever his name is, uh, uh, the uh, kelp, uh, no, um, tripe, uh, who uh, has been assisting you until so far. And I'm going to drag you all over to this. There you go. As the music, I'm sure, blares, and I ask you all to please roll initiative. I would roll initiative. In fact, I will. Oh my god, the sewer's in the middle of the ocean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's no. I, one thing I have discovered about this there's no way to have like a localized water cluster. So this is so that you're standing yeah. in water. But it just means uh, it's the outside of the water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I understand. What is that? That looks okay, amazing. Uh, uh, I listen. Um, give me a second. second. This is the second initiative of the day, isn't it? This is the second what? Uh, initiative of the day. I can't yes, remember whether I how how often I can use my infinite blessing. Neva. Eight. <laughs> eight. Oh, amazing. Got an eight. Neva. Okay, it's fine. Because if you said anything, you would find. I am muted. Six. Six. Uh, <clears throat> fifteen. Mm, I'm looking at you with a fancy fifteen. I'll do it for. Yeah, it means well, uh, I. Well, I have no spells left. <laughs> and I've no doubt it's immune to everything. It's fine. I'll. I have a plan. <laughs> oh, this has gone well. I'm going to move first. Um, well, no it looked like my new mini is stabbing Kali in the back of the head. <laughs> which seems about right. A little bit. Uh, and so here's my Yeah, like that. Doing those two. Okay. okay. Uh, sorry, so, I can't see your new mini. Oh? On the board? Yeah. It's the one with the chain web. 
No, I can't see it. I just see the old one. I, I see it changed. I don't. I see mine change. I, has mine changed? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I can change so, mine too. Oh, yep. I can. I can see yours changing. Weird. Anyway, um, first up is your wonderful friend Tripe, who uh, is going to kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it. Do what he does immediately. Just charge at it. Yeah, he's just gonna five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. He's got a lot of movement and is going to just go get him, Abby. Punch it as hard as he can three times. It's going to go splop. Uh, oh, that wasn't a great set of rolls. That's going to be a uh, thirteen. 12 and 24 uh which two of which hit that's not too bad so it's gonna be two of these so it just punches it it squelches into this hits something kind of like solid but also digs into this horribleness um is that the sound it makes is it like fart putty yeah it is fart putty. <laughs> uh, no, no. Cool. Uh, and does you know all right damage off the bat uh, but that's basically all he can do. Uh, and it moves straight on to Kale. Now, one thing I did want to try, in this, we have turn-based mode and initiative. I don't know how to add people to initiative. We're going to do we... this live? <laughs> yeah, well, I wanted to see if it was simple. If it's not going to be simple... It's then... not, oh, it's oh, not. Ooh, it is. It is? It is. Okay, so it's... Ooh, okay. Then it ooh, goes ah, ooh, Kale, ooh. then that which is called black pudding i didn't even realize that's not my naming that's hilarious um and then so it is fart putty maybe oh well okay so i apply the turn order and now you should be able to see that yeah yeah so now, now it's scarlet's turn yeah so you guys are aware of who's coming up that's good that really means that you have the, the right kind of order mm-hmm mm -hmm. <clears throat> Just kind of want to make an attack that isn't just like a visual in-game thing. Well, I, it was pretty much close to what I was going to do, which is a sacred flame. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sacred flame. Uh, it's a dexterity 13 uh, save. Uh, I'm hoping that slime isn't going to ah! uh, Yay! Super dexterous. <laughs> it's so dexterous. That's what I was hoping. But it, it, of course, now hit it. The question is, does flame do any damage? Or oh, it's flame-like radiance. It's uh, whatever that is. What damage is it actually? Is it radiant damage? It's, it's actually radiant damage. It's not okay. fire damage. Uh, and that is a seven. Not bad. So, seven to hit? Oh, seven. Seven to hit. Seven damage, one D eight. So it's seven points. For a second I was like, do you have to hit? But no, you did the other thing. Eight points. That's not bad. Yeah, this sort of flame comes seven. up through the water. Oh, I thought you said eight. No, it's a D8. I did seven points. Mm, right. <laughs> Flame sort of bubbles through the water, starts going into its sort of black sludginess. And you see, like, bubbles appearing as evidently it's sort of creating a lot of heat on the inside. Um, not a lot of visual damage, but, you know, uh, you see a little bit sort of trickling down into the water. Um, next up is... Uh, the thing in front of you, which I still love, is called black the pudding. pudding. <laughs> it's called black not the pudding. <laughs> um, um, is Maisie not in this initiative? I did add. Hang on. Oh, I did, I did click. Uh, you're after this, so let me. I don't know why that didn't add in. There you go. Oh, there you are. Thank you. Uh, so. Um. Ooh, interesting. 
it does this incredible no jump no what no it just sort of like forms into like a tube just like outwards and just goes and just lands in front of all you splashing you are the worst uh there is going to be a uh what's it called opportunity attack uh, which is gonna hit. You'll be happy Good. tonight. Get it, get Does it, get he it, get happen it. to have Sentinel? No. Sorry. Uh, which is gonna be some damage. Good. Uh, and it is going to... So the Black Pudding is intelligent. It knows that this man is much stronger than us. Uh... Right. It opens up, like, what could only be described as a gigantic maw, and is going to chomp down on... Let's make this random, so that you guys can't be mad at me. Kale, we're going to be getting mad at you anyway, you understand? Um, so, tell me, does a... No. 13 hit. It wouldn't if I had my armor, but I haven't got my armor. So you sort of, it like slaps down on you, this horrible ickiness, and you immediately uh, feel there's more than just uh, the bludgeoning damage coming from all the bones and all that, actually more technically piercing damage, uh, coming from all that. Um, I don't want to be killed by a black pudding. So you're going to take uh, six damage off the bat. Yes. Then the poison <laughs> kicks in. Oh, goody. I'm immune to poison. Are you? No. Uh, and you get another three <laughs> poison damage. And ah, can you please give me a constitution saving throw? Uh, constitution, constitution, saving through constitution. Advantage on intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Well, that's no use, is it? Eight. Not good enough. So, at that point, this sort of horrible poison sinks in just a little bit. Uh, and you are poisoned. So, nine points of damage and poisoned, yes? Uh, yes, and poisoned. Uh, you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. So uh, there's something in here. Conditions. Here we go. Conditions. Uh, poisoned. There's eight damage, not nine damage. Uh, so it's five at three. I think. Whatever. Do I? Uh, yeah. As it all around. Ow! Amazing. Well, since it's here now, I'm just going to disengage because I don't want to be attacked. <laughs> you saw this like sludge, and you were like, "Oh no, hell no!" I didn't get a choice of where I started here, so I'm just gonna run. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just I'll... running straight away. That yep. Prepare my crossbow for the next turn. Because I'm level one, baby. Um, Cromwell up next. No, wait. Yes, Cromwell is up next. So the order is wrong in here. So apologies for that. I was going to say, I thought I was next. Yeah, you're not. Because uh, you got a six and Cromwell got a seven. Apologies, though. I'm getting used to the initiative in there. It's really useful, but it's going to Oh, I see how it is. Uh, Cromwell is going to, as I have already decided, uh, do shape water. To start making a a movement of water underneath the sludge to try and push it backwards. Um, so I'm gonna have to make up these rules, but I reckon it does like a strength saving throw, uh, which it's gonna try and fail. Good, good, good. 
So it starts like struggling to move forward and it only moves forward back five feet, but it's enough that you guys can obviously not have to disengage, which is lovely. And if you want, I'll give you all some uh, opportunity attacks. Yes. Death is only happen when it moves of its own volition. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> in this, in this mind, uh, my mindset here is that sure. it's like not in control of its movement, so it's like not able to defend as it would do usually. I just want to point out the rules, so it can't be used against us in the future. <laughs> so, but if you want to <laughs> me, make an exception in this case, it definitely then... will be used against you in the future. Let's be real. Uh, anyway, so That's if you want some attacks, I'll give you that. So, it has to be a melee. It has to be a melee. And, yeah, it's just a standard attack. Uh, the only melee I have is my mace. Okay. So my mace, it shall be, which I am particularly good at using. Nice. I may be lying there, possibly. That'd be... Yes, fine. Eight. You have disadvantage on the attack, don't forget. Oh, that's true. That's 19, so it's eight. <laughs> Oh no. Yeah, that one misses. You like to wildly swing trying to hit at it. You just absolutely miss. Uh, Neva? I got seven both times. They rolled the exact same fucking number. Not good. It's, oh, well, at least it was opportunity attacks. Not the end of the world. Uh, it is no. Neva's turn now. Get it, get it, get it. I don't know what to do. I'm in a good noise. Um, uh, go Throw there. gold at it. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't got oh, her gold out, she's got her book out, which is fucking useless because she hasn't got this monster in a book. Uh, she's just gonna try and hit it with her nose. Okay. <laughs> First one is a 10, the second one is a 21. The 21 hits, but unfortunately, that's the one where you don't get the, uh, uh, the mm -hmm. bonus. And now no one's in range to give you sneak attack either. No, so that's two damage. So you slice at it, uh, with the first one, I just miss, because like, it's hard to measure this constantly morphing blob. But the second one, you do manage to catch it, and it chops through. It's weird. It, it's kind of like, uh, it cuts through like jelly. Like, if you imagine cutting through jelly, it does leave a mm. slice. It kind of heals up afterwards, but you can see that it does leave that little mark. Um, it goes back round to Abingdon, who's going to... Spin around, <laughs> run back at it, <laughs> do, do uh, some more attacks. Um, let's do some more attacks. It's going to be a miss, a miss, and no way. That one's a hit. That one's just a hit. It's one hit. Man. Yeah, just struggling to try and hit what doesn't really have a body kind of hits it with the third one, but it's not, it's not great. Um... And it goes straight back round to Kali. Who's going? I am going. Just so you're aware of the poisoning, you can repeat that Constitution saving throw at the end of your turn. That's good. That's good. I'll do that. Uh, I don't have anything to cure the poisoning, so I won't. So I'll uh, I'll use the same thing again. I should go for the old uh, Sacred Flame Elm, which is good anyway because it means that you don't get the disadvantage. Uh, so he's going to do a dexterity. Ah, I'll just throw dexterity. that one. Oh, I've never heard of a dexterity <laughs> ah before. Is that a homebrew thing? <laughs> it landed on the floor. 
it did land on a number. It is a natural 20. <laughs> but it landed on the floor, so out of the uh, It can't count. No, it, it succeeds. Fine, no damage. <clears throat> oh, is it not even half, of course? Yeah. You, you want to stay right there, Kale? <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, that's right. It's, uh, you get something. I'm going to move away, although it makes no difference, because if you can jump, like, 20 feet. <clears throat> it makes a difference in that it will have to specifically be going for you. <laughs> I'll go in the corner over here somewhere. The wall has just jumped in front of me. Uh, it goes back around it. Um... Why can't I? Oh, I've just realized as well. I need to roll... I'll make it sort of post. Um, you see Abingdon, who has been punching this with his bare fists, uh, suddenly, like, wiping his fist and this, like, horrible red rawness come into his fists as his, uh, his hands are being damaged by literally touching the damn thing. Uh, which isn't ah. going to happen to um, uh, Neva because you use knives. So I'm going to run... Where's it, that one? He's hit it. Oh, sorry. I should have done because Constitution saving throw. Do it now. Jesus, 12 damage. Eight again. Yeah, it doesn't succeed. So yes, uh, you see him just like this horrible red raw goopiness coming around his hands. It's not fun. Sludgy Boy is going to... Um, he's going to hit. He's going to hit because he needs to do some, uh, some damage. Uh, he's going to bite it. It opens up again to try and clomp down. Uh, he's going to... Right. The attack, which is a hit, just means he's going to do max dice damage. Jesus, plus the poison, seventeen damage. Not fun. You see this like melting through uh, those poisons or whatever. Like his veins turning black, and it's sort of starting to make him obviously feel very nauseous. His eyes starting to like uh, go red and all that. Uh, and then he has to see if he's poisoned. So it's a constitution saving throw. But he does not succeed. <laughs> so he is also poisoned. Good. Maisie. Uh, yeah. I'm going to take a crossbow shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that is a 17 to hit does hit straight into the middle of it like it's a d8 plus the sneak attack since it's in range of an ally mm -hmm. okay that is three and a five plus three for 11 damage nice yeah it definitely didn't like that like parts of it seem less stable sort of half falling apart and trying to reform itself uh, you do notice that the bolt stuck into it it's just sort of been like snapped and then just mixed in with all the bones and everything. I could have reused that. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. just, it's just, you know, it's gone. Um, Cromwell, right there in the in the tunnel. Uh, Cromwell is going to. Hmm. Yeah, try and do that. You see him do the thing he keeps doing where he points at people, and sometimes it works. Um, 
And, this and it's is always and this time me. it doesn't. It's always it's really disturbing when it doesn't save. Uh, oh, it does work on this one. Woo! So Maybe it's Joe's damage. dice. So it does damage. So two damage plus it takes a one day four after it. Nice. So it it flinches really like you see like a, a shiver wave go over its entire body uh, as it takes a, a shiver wave ew yeah like the whole thing like <laughs> ew <laughs> neither uh i get sneak attack now don't i you yes. do oh, just do her usual shit then Oh, I wasn't looking when you moved Maisie. I knew you'd moved around. From my angle, I was like, where the hell did she go? <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> I made a successful self-check is what I did. <laughs> I was like, is she turned invisible? So, <laughs> so was, yeah. the first one was 21 to hit. Hits. The second one was <laughs> 7. Yes, yeah, doesn't hit. First one does hit, though. Cool. Uh, Hot sake, go through. Go through. Okay. Uh, so that's five damage, but then I've got a d6 as well. Five damage. Oh, with a d6 on top. Uh, eight. Altogether. Uh, then I would like you to get creative and tell me what does it look like. Oh. Ooh. Um. You know how Zoe does the Z? Yeah. yeah. Are you just like front injuring the thing? Like a, a ton of them? Yeah. <laughs> I like to imagine like, you, start, you start slicing at an N and then just like half panic and they just get two knives and start going, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> just, like, oh my god, yeah, drat from thingy just. <laughs> just like, ah! <laughs> Uh, and it, uh, Go away! And uh, it, as you start hitting, like this weird, like airy whispering starts coming out that just gets louder and louder into a horrible, shrill screaming as it starts to melt down. Uh, when you hit that air again. pocket just, in the far yeah, exactly. body, that like, <laughs> noise, it, like it's piercing <laughs> in the air as it just eventually melts down and goes completely quiet, with it's just echoing throughout the, the tunnels. Is it gone? Is it gone? No, keep he, going. He's, he's <laughs> Almost <down>. got it. <laughs> that was fucking oh, gross. Oh, I didn't enjoy that very much. Oh, dear. I didn't like that. And we're out of initiative. Oh, oh, dear. Yeah, you. so you do feel... Not only in pain, but very ill. I'm still poisoned. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, Abaddon is also just like, that was not a fun experience. Oh, dear. I don't feel oh, very I thought well. you enjoy this type of thing. I do not like being poisoned. Oh, are you poisoned? Oh. Oh, dear. We go Why now. are you poisoned? Hmm? Why are you poisoned? Did you not see it bite onto me? No, I kind of had my eyes closed the whole time. How? How? What do you mean bite? It doesn't have a mouth. It was just goop. It opened up like a mouth. 
Okay, Abby. Should we carry on, or is there something you guys can do about looking sickly? I think it would be best we find a way out and get professional help. Well, I don't think we're... Wait. No, we can get out the way that we came in, because Cromwell put that rope attached to the ladder that wasn't that far. Matthew always needs professional help. Pardon? <clears throat> Although huh? Crom Cromwell is looking at the, the, the tunnel up ahead and he's like, we still haven't found the gold. Cool. I, I don't want to have a good look, but if there's anything else down there, I'm not I'm not getting engaged, all right? No, let's just go back. We've done what we came for. Let's just Cromwell go. just says, if you want to go, as I keep saying, if you want to go back, I'm not going to stop you. But I've come far enough now. I might as well go down. What's the worst that can happen? We could all we die. die. Okay, what if we just peek at the end of the tunnel, and then if there's another sludge monster, then we leave. What was our friend's name? I forgot his name. Abby. Abingdon Tripe. Abingdon Tripe, that's right. Uh, she's saying Abingdon Tripe. Mr. Tripe. Uh, what do you think, Mr. Mr. Tripe? Do you think we should uh, have a look, or, or what? Um, might as well. I am employed to keep looking. Well, okay then. We did, we did say we, would, we did say to the camera... To, to... Mr. Tripe is okay, we'll go. We did say the captain that we never look. Add into this, I have insurance on my life. If but... I die, I will be brought back. Oh, cool. Then you go first. I'm sure our parents have insurance <laughs> on our lives, but more to get money if we die. Well, I'll, I'll be going to meet Helm, so I'm okay. Okay. And then he walks off, ow, walks off down the tunnel. <laughs> Not that I'm in any particular rush, mind you. As you step into the tunnel... In a single file, uh, you realize that the it visually seems to be horizontally level. Uh, it actually has a very slight gradient downwards, uh, which is surprising considering how deep in the earth you actually think you might be already. The tunnel is slick with some sort of residue, some mixture of moss, mold, oil. Not really sure what it is. It's not quite the same grunge and goop you had before. Um, but it does make it difficult to walk. This slight gradient means every now and again, if you're not careful, your foot starts to slip and you sort of have to. Just be very wary. These, these tunnels go left and right. You can't see any sort of pattern. There's no forks. No, you know, uh, no reason for it to be going like this other than maybe whatever you're going around. Until you reach what can only be described as a vault door. The door is a circle. Maybe about seven foot in diameter. Made of a silver metal. Not of silver, just a silver metal with bronze and copper-colored bolts and rivets all over it. The locking mechanism seems to be fairly complex, implied by the three large spindles and many visible cogs attached onto and into the door. The hinge itself is larger than the door, made of a similar metal looking to almost impossible to brute force your way through. And the final detail on the front is the lock itself. Embedded into the vault door are slightly protruding padlock-shaped with holes into the door, surrounded by complex gears and bars located under each of these spindles. The holes are around about six inches in diameter, and they all have a shape underneath them. The first one is the shape of a gauntlet with an eye on its dorsal, which uh, Carly would immediately recognize as the symbol of Helm. The, helm yeah. the second is the shape of a spider facing downward with long legs and a large abdomen, which has the shape of a dagger within it, 
Uh, and the third is the shape of a tree growing symmetrically left and right with the roots taking a smaller but similar shape to the branches. Um... And you can roll yes. uh, if you like to try and work out what they are. Yes. I mean, first roll I think to do is religion, since the one is helm. Sure. So give me one religion roll per per shape. Well, okay. I'll do the helm one first. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't have to do the helm one. I mean, the <laughs> I was going to say. So I'll do the second one first. And that is... The spidery one. 12 and 315. Yeah, 15. You recognize this. You have seen it in a book as the symbol of Kassan, the goddess of death and trickery. Okay, so we've got Helm, Kassan, and the third one. The tree. is a 14 and 3 is 17. Uh, which, again, good enough, is the symbol of Ashar, the god of growth and nature. Make a note of these, Hemel. So you have Helm, <laughs> it's the god of protection, life, and light. Kassan, K-A-S-A-N, goddess of death and trickery. Yeah, you're talking way too fast for me to hand this down. Death and trickery. And a death and taxes. And Ashar, A-S-H-A-R, the god of growth and nature. Growth and... Growth. Ew. Nature. So you've got protection, death, and growth. Protection, protection life, and light. Life and light. Yeah. Right. In that case... I am going to, I haven't got very far anymore, but I have got a sacred flame. Hmm, what? Oh, whoops. On the inside of here, I mean, you all have your... Uh... I was accidentally deafened, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how um, that happened. I, I will take out a torch. I wouldn't normally use a torch, as I can see in the dark anyway. But I'll take, sure. out, a, I'll take out my tinderbox and just make some light near the helm image. Uh, as you... I mean, when you say you're putting light in there, you just make it a spark, or...? What, I'm going to actually make a little flame. A little bit of, I've got a torch. I must have something I can burn, so just to make some light. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you have... If you don't have, like, a torch, you'd have to grab some material from something or another. Uh, let me have a look. Let me have a look what's in my inventory. Uh, crossbow. Is that my crossbow? <laughs> you, you could. I don't think it would fit in a six-inch diameter square. I've got a block of incense. I've got a candle. I've got a candle. There you go. Okay. So you light up a little candle and place it inside. And as you do so, three little bars come down and this... Helm. Uh, uh... What? Cog. Helm? This cog. Okay. I got to see the helm symbol. Okay, cog. No, yeah. The cog above it just starts turning, hits a certain point, goes and then stops. Okay, okay. I thought as much. So, uh, the second. So, that was helm. God bless him. Uh, the uh, That was a light. Second one is Kassan, death and trickery. Um, um, what are you talking about? Well, these three symbols on the door, they're three symbols of gods, right? So the first symbol here, this one, I recognize this one, this, one, this is uh, my god, this Helm, who's the god of uh, protection, life, and light. So in his as an offering to Helm, I, I created some light. And that seems to unlock the first part of the, uh, the door, you see? The other two I recognize as uh, 
Kassan, who's the goddess of death and trickery. And the last one is Ashar. That's growth in nature. And it's going to be on a test. And we, Probably we have not. to give offerings? Yeah, the offering, is, which is associated with the uh, with the, the god and goddess, I suppose. All right, Cromwell. Well, if you're ready to die, I guess we can put you in the lock. <laughs> no, I, I I've got a bunch of dried flowers and herbs. Well, now, a dried, a dried flower might do for Ashar because she's. Uh... Technically, they could do for both if it will allow it because oh, the flowers dead, are dead. Dead, dead flowers. Well, we've got tried and see what happens. Here, and she'll just pass a bag of stuff so over. So I'll put a dead flower in the area of the uh, of Kassan. Nothing happens. Okay, yes, I was okay. But how about putting it where a sharp growth in nature? Yeah, these three little come down the big cog. So we need trickery, eh? Trickery or uh, or death? Well, I'm not very keen on death. Trickery. Uh, uh, I'll cut my hand and put it on the lock. You cut your hand and put it on the lock. Uh, well, yeah. into the hole, I assume. Yeah. That's been going. Cut the so tip of my finger hand... or something, like I'm testing the blood you, pressure or you something. Put your, your, your finger in and uh, leave a little, tiny little bit of blood and pull your hand back out. And these, these three little things kind of go just a little bit down. <laughs> well, okay, look. It's like they tried and then they go back up. That's the right idea. Uh... But there are some dead bodies upstairs. Oh, we can't get back, can we? Not very easily. Uh, I am I bleeding because I've got I, I got quite seriously injured. <laughs> you would never like pierced and cut in the same way. It was more like poisoned and you know. <laughs> that, so you're not bleeding, yes. So in the um, tailspire room, mm -hmm. there's skellies around. Yes. Are they really in that room? Yeah, uh, if, if you had been listening at the end of last yes, episode, yes, yes, I remember. That was um, a week ago. Yeah, I do remember <laughs> yes, that. Because I went to investigate one, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. They're uh, all what, actually what? currently sitting in a pile where the thing died, because remember they all got sucked into the big group. Oh, of, that's right. Why don't we use them from the skeleton? That's a very, very good there. idea, that is. I would go back and get it, but I'm not feeling very well. <laughs> I'll go. Not on your own, though. I'll come with you. You're not feeling very well. I'll take me. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, it's a, it's like a five minute walk, um, maybe a bit longer with this slippy surface to try and get the whole way up. Um, and you, you can talk on the way if you wish, or you can just be there. We really need to stop getting into situations like this. You and Cromwell together are a really bad idea. It's a really good influence on me, I think. He's a really bad influence on you. Look at all the extracurricular training we're getting because of Cromwell. And when do I get time to actually do any of my actual extracurricular stuff? This only happens like once a week, right? My timetable is so full. I have a club on almost every single day. What do you think's behind the door? I don't know. I think it's another sludge monster. A bunch of broccoli. I hope not. Maybe oh, it's like a big I freezer. I don't think I ever want to eat broccoli again. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I think you're just going to sit there and smell the broccoli, but then like 
that slight mm -hmm. you're going to be reminded of like the the decaying yep. smell of the broccoli and that's all you're mm -hmm. going to be able to smell from now on yeah stop gonna be... stop <laughs> you're gonna mm -hmm. you're doing that on purpose yeah of course i am <laughs> i hate you sometimes <laughs> what would you do without me though have a happy existence wow as you reach the top, yeah, there's this pile of bones all sitting there. Um, bear in mind, it's only a small hole. Uh, all of these bones are probably a, bit large, bones. probably a bit large to get in there. Um, are there any finger bones? No, probably finger not. It's mostly, like, it's mostly like big, you know, like arm bones and skulls. Is there yeah. a rib? Uh, there are ribs, but they're, again, a bit big. You'd have to break them down. Yeah, fine. We'll grab the smallest rib we can find. Sure. You grab a rib. I wonder that. It's still another five minutes. <laughs> will you hold this? I don't. I don't want to hold it. I don't want to hold it. Sure. Is it like a whole rib cage, or just like a single rib? I, I assume a single rib. <laughs> yeah, I was going for a single rib personally. Okay. No, you can't wear it as a jacket. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, Kylie, you see them wander around the corner holding just a rib. <laughs> Ooh. A bit big, just in the hole. Can you okay. believe that in that whole room there was no finger bones? We just had this rib. Not to worry. I've got a, I've got a mace here. Just put it on the floor. I'll break it in two pieces. Well, just be gentle, because we don't want it to turn to dust. I, I, I couldn't hit it hard if I wanted to. <laughs> you somehow gather enough strength and it just it's an old bone it's all brittle been sog, soggy from all the water over time and then dried out and soggy so it's like it's not a very strong bone but yeah you break it into a small enough piece put it in and these three bars do come down the cog at which point all three of these cogs and all of these complex machinery start turning and moving all over the door around each other like some kind of mechanical dance until eventually they seem to settle. There's this huge boom noise and just everything is quiet. I wonder what those idiots would have done if they got this far. What idiots? The oh, the clones? Yeah. I think they were probably too stupid to get this far, honestly. I think they would have. Yes, I think that's probably uh, very accurate. I think they would have been a nice snack. If they were able to be taken down by you lot, then they don't assist. You know, on the one hand, I feel like I ought to be offended, or on the other hand, I think he's completely right. You are inexperienced. Yeah, I think that's a very polite way of putting it. Thank you. Well, that's just like your opinion. It is categorically offended. <laughs> okay, well, Mr. Experience, why don't you go ahead into the vault first? Okay. <laughs> he just turns around, grabs this, the handle, and pulls the door. And as he opens it, you realize it's like, you know, a good two feet thick of metal. And these huge bars that obviously you know, were locking it and now are no longer locking it. As he pulls the whole thing open, this horrible squeaking noise with a hinge that's not been opened in a while. Like, the whole time scraping across the floor so it's open the inside is dark but i know you've only dark vision 
<laughs> we don't just have dark vision. We have super dark vision. Super dark. But it, it, it is an odd sight. The walls and floor scream dungeon with stone embedded with chains, change, chains, cages to the left and the right. But the furniture suggests office with a wooden desk and bookcases and old rotten books over time. Oh, oh, oh. The paper on the table has become unreadable with time. Uh, in fact, any semblance of information must have been lost a long time ago. You can tell it's been damp in here with the moss and uh, just lichen grow underground, whatever, mushrooms and things growing through the stone. But none of this really matters to you. Because as you look around, you can see that most of the furniture around the room is old and broken, yes, but it's chained to the walls. And more importantly, some of them seem to have teeth. No. <laughs> I, you know, I think we're good now. It's the good starting news to, is none of them seem to be moving. It's starting to get a little too weird for me. I'm happy to leave now. As things go silent in the awkwardness and surprise of what is here, you hear just a familiar clinking of chains, but it's sort of just gentle, accompanied oddly by whimpering. Can I tell Don't do can that. We... Don't do that. Alex, don't you do that. Coming from? Yeah. In sort of like far further into the room, like in like a back corner behind some things. Hello? Is anybody there? It's no response, just a continuation of this little whimpering. Oh, Carly's going to go and have a look. As you step forwards towards this noise, you go, you, go past, <laughs> you go past, you have to go quite close past a few of these old toothed, uh, you know, cupboards, bookshelves, tables, all of this. And they make no reaction. They are Their wood is rotten, dried, old. It, it seems as though it's been a long time since they've had any life in them. Um, but when you get further, it gets creepier and creepier. You have to go down this small alleyway. What? More and more of these things crushed up against the walls, piled on top of each other, a couple of teeth on the floor. You're going alone, by the way. Absolutely not far. Uh, yeah, I no. somebody needs help. And no, deep no, into the back, this whimpering gets louder and louder. And eventually you see a small chest with chains wrapped around it. As it sort of mm. wiggles and struggles a little bit, trying to get free. It's not in violent <laughs> movement. It's very sort of like gentle, struggling movements. The chest isn't large. It's about the size of my, my little chest down there. You know, like uh, maybe a foot and a half, maybe two feet. Look a little something like this. Bigger than that. It's, it's sort of weird. Like it's a two feet across. Um, but it's completely chained up and it's, it's whimpering. And you can tell that its wood seems like scratched and damaged. The, the metal on it is rusted. Uh, and, and as you get closer, it seems to recognize that you're there, but continues to sort of like shiggle and shake and try to, you know. No pet mimics. Nope. Absolutely not. No, no. Let's go home. It is a... <laughs> I was just staring at that. You feel a tiny little, like something touches your hip, <laughs> which I'm sure your reaction is something along the lines of, "What?" <laughs> it's Cromwell. <laughs> Cromwell standing there. Yeah. Oh, hello, Cromwell. That's a strange season. I've never seen a, a chest whimper before. Well, it's definitely a mimic. Let's just go, please. Well, no, it's, it's in. It's in pain. We need help. No, it's not. No, not. No, no, no. 
Oh. I don't know. Are you, are you talk to mimics? Can you can you talk to mimics? No. Let's go home. Uh, but uh, friend, Mister Mister Tripe, he, he's a bit more worldly wise than we are. Come and have a look at this. He walks over. He's already behind you, as before, with the sort of like amazing sneaking. You hear, you feel another, another like something behind you. Maisie and Neva are just back by the door, still, just like nope, nope. He looks at it and he just goes, "This is a mimic." A mimic's always bad. I, I don't know. I've, I've not really come across them. Heard of, of course, but I'm not the one who's expert on mimics. I'm pretty sure the strange thing dealt with a mimic, which was really weird. So let's just leave it. I don't know. I don't. I just. I don't feel comfortable leaving something which is struggling. It's still uh, whimpering all this time, by the way. A whimpering which is uh, akin to that of like a dog. I gotta gingerly reach out my hand towards it, ready to move away if it if it goes to my fingers. It's completely chained shut. Like it's unable to. Like the chains wrap around the top and around, oh, you know, and then to the wall. Ah, not the best. I would still do it just in case. I mean, it could be mimicking the chains for I know. As you touch, it like seems to sort of slightly react, but then you feel it lean into your hand a little bit, still whimpering. It's it doesn't right. it doesn't make like a violent move towards you. There's no like sudden snapper attack. What do we do once we save it? That, that's not what you think about when you're helping somebody. You don't. Ask for a reward, do you? Just like you know, you help. No, pets, I mean, like, know? we're not keeping it as a pet. Hey, hey, Abby, um, wouldn't it be a great idea to take this to Captain Dell? I, I think it would be. I think it'd be a great idea. I don't think she would give a shit. Just agree you with are. me for once, Abby. God damn it. <laughs> do you want me to agree with you just so that you sound right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do not kill him before you to agree with you for this reason. I've got to call you Chesty. Are you alright, Chesty? Sure, you don't Chester. need to do it in there because sure, you're not Chester. Chester, that's even better. Yes, Chester. Can I see any way of undoing the chains? Yeah, the chains are attached to the wall with like, um, you know, uh, I forget what they call them, but you know how... Uh, uh, um, a carabiner. Yeah, the one which like you spin, the, like yeah. unscrew the bit. Yeah, and it clips on. Well, not the clippy one, the screwy one. It's like you screw put it on one. and then you screw it up. Something that, uh, obviously... Yeah. I'm going to unscrew the carabiner. There's a good few of them, so you unscrew a couple, and it is loose from the wall, and it obviously notices it is loose from the wall, and sort of very gently sort of just, like, plods forwards as these chains loosen up a little bit. It's still wrapped know. around it. I'm going to start unwrapping the, unwrapping the chains. Yeah. You're at the chains, you can see where they were placed on it, these horrible, like dented in marks, splintered wood, as it's obviously been struggling for a while. Uh, and as you get rid of all of these chains, it sort of just like comes up to your, it's only small, it comes up to your shins and kind of just like pushes itself into you. Hello, little Chester, how you are, you poor little thing. Look, you see, it's a friendly little thing. Are you all right, Chester? Neva's definitely back in further. <laughs> It makes a sort of like low growling noise that you quickly realize is actually a purring noise of some kind. Ah, is that a cute little thing? Look, I think we should take this. We'll take it with us for now. We'll see if we can find someone who could look after it properly. There must be someone at the university who look after this kind of thing. You're mad. It needs help. It's an injured creature. Are we just not? Are we just going to ignore all context here? It was oh. locked behind a giant vault door. And a, chained up. 
with a bunch of other ones. Like, hmm. How long till it eats us? Well, hopefully it won't eat us because it's our little friend now, isn't it? Chester. Are oh, you Chester? Your little friend, aren't you? A ticket to this See, he's friendly. Not to say I want him around if he was full size, mine, but you know. Uh, for the moment, though, since we're here, I'm going to do a little bit of investigating around the room. Yeah. Around the room, you can tell. Well, you can't tell. Give me an investigation check. Tell you what, that, that'll tell you what you can tell. Anyone else can obviously do the investigation. For God's sake, 14. Uh, you know, you can tell that obviously there's got these books and stuff on the table. No idea what was in them. It, you feel as though this was some kind of sort of cruel experimentation room. There's all sorts of tools you find around that are, would be for like pulling things apart. You can see around like some of these old dead uh, ones, like the, the top of the chest has been like pulled off or parts are pulled apart. And in between the hinges and stuff, you can't see that there is like a sort of a fleshy stuck type uh nuts to it like it's been torn apart um you're not sure who or what or you know I mean, it's underneath the broccoli house so half the house so maybe it was to do with that maybe it wasn't who knows so somebody's been experimenting pulling apart mimics what's it got a 19. a 19 yeah you, all the same information but you can tell that it's been a long time five years at least since anything was going on here what about 24. Not much more than that. Like, there's not a lot of information in here. Um, I think with a 24, the only other thing you can tell is... Um, is there anything else you'd be able to tell? Not really that. Like, it's it's been a while. Basically, like, this door with the rusting, the hinges, all of this around here. At some point, someone was an absolute, like, crazy man testing on mimics. Um, you don't know what for. Uh but it seems as though the mimics were the prisoners rather than the mimics being used for anything like aggressive. Hey, Chester. Say ah. It looks at you, <laughs> you assume, with an absolute blank stare. The lack of I mean, they were trying to open mimics. Maybe there was something inside, but... I know when you come to maybe they're shucking them like like oysters. Yeah, no, maybe, maybe there was maybe there was gold inside or broccoli. Maybe there were mimics for the broccoli. It was a broccoli house. Can't think why you want to keep no. broccoli and mimics though. I don't That's like this one bit. Is there anything else around apart from dead mimics? No. Nope. I mean, I guess it's fine if they weren't strung up for you know attacking things. This room's fucking creepy, though. Is there any more doors or entrances or look for a search for secret doors, secret hatches, that kind of stuff? Not that you can find, no. There's a lot of weird weirdos in this city. I just can't understand why all that sort of secrecy, this sort of grating, the ladder, all this stuff, and then... The broccoli. The broccoli, yes. Why is the broccoli? And it's just this, just poor little Chester here. Oh, well, I have to kill him and see what's inside. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, you see, um, you see Tripe walking over to some of these old mimics and just starts like pulling out teeth. 
<laughs> like grabs like five or six of them. What are you doing? They are worth money. Anymore. Oh, are they? <laughs> and as soon as he says, says that, Cromwell's like, oh, well, is <laughs> are they? <laughs> pulling out teeth. I'm going to give Cromwell, and I'm sure he'll love to have this out. Was, uh, I'm going to give him ten mimic teeth. <laughs> I'm going to add that to his, to his inventory. How much can, can Macy get? Um, give me a... That's I'm going to do that. Custom item. Uh, mimic teeth. Give me a strength. No, I'll tell you what. Give me a nature to see how, how well you can... Uh, God damn it. Pull them out. <laughs> you get a tooth. Like you I try on loads of them and you keep breaking them, snapping them, and being unable. And I'm, I'm going to do it as well for me. 19. 19. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you get a, a solid like six or seven. Here you go, Macy. Why did Cromwell get so many? What the hell? <laughs> did he? <laughs> Oh, thank you, thank you, Carl. Uh... Also, he got there first. Like all the good ones are gone. <laughs> yeah, you get all the loose ones. All the ones are right on the I floor. mean, don't you probably started like bad taste. Uh, they're not using them. Think they can taste anything anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, I can't see anything else in here. Mister, what Trifle do you need Weasel? money for? Maybe. Um, one of the teeth I want to wear is a necklace. Uh, and they're like they're like this kind of a size. Like they are they're large teeth. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Inches in length. Okay. I assumed <laughs> they're like dagger length. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Uh, the the others, I just assume that uh, it's like good street cred if you sell mimic teeth. This okay. As much as I'm against you guys having these mimic teeth, how about you have yours crafted into one of your ornate daggers? I mean, I guess Ooh, I could. Yeah. Oh, you know how Dad bought me these fancy ones? You could have, like, custom ones. Wouldn't that cost money, though? Eh. Talk to Dad. He'll pay. No, well, I'd rather six, not if I have a choice. You've got about six teeth there, haven't you? Seven teeth? Yeah. yeah so yeah. you can just get two crafted and pay with the other five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and, and the necklace. I'll play with you before then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll take Chester. Come on, Chester. He's following you. Quite closely. Well, I don't know what, I'm, what this 10,000 gold is all about. Oh, I don't see anything like that down here. Maybe it's how much the mimic teeth are worth. That's possible, I suppose. I don't know. Mr. Mr. Tripe, how much are they worth, these teeth? You look around. Tripe's gone. Oh. We should go. <laughs> he left. <laughs> is, there, is there a space anywhere that would like look, it would have been like a bag full of gold, which is now <laughs> no. The only thing, uh, no, in fact, no. There's no way you haven't checked because you were doing your investigation checks. There's nothing you have found, unless you want some old wet paper that could be paper mache. If you're really tried. Well, in that case, I don't like, uh, well, no, wait then. Oh well, interesting, but not very helpful. Although we have saved this little chap. You are still feeling god-awful and poisoned. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, 
I'd like to get back to the Yuli uh, if you don't like mind and go and see the go and see the nurse. Sure. Let's go. Don't sneeze on me, all right? I won't make it. So you head out, back up through, up to the uh, rope that is hanging down, climb up it, not necessarily easily, but you know, oh, definitely not easily. <laughs> Eventually get up to the ladder, climb up, exhausted by the time you get to the top. You're absolutely out of breath by the time you get to the top. Climb out and up. When you get up into the house, all of the bodies of the um, the, the similar looking or the identical uh, thugs, they're all gone. What? And that doesn't seem. Well, well, you would assume that in the time that you were down there, they woke up and left. Oh, right, they were unconscious. We didn't kill them, did we? Didn't kill any of them. Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you just start the the long amble back towards the university, which is going to take you know another like half an hour to an hour. It's a shuffle. Yeah, it's fairly late into the into the evening. You're pushing like nine, ten o'clock. Cool. Yeah. Stars are out. Belt is visible. Cool. Cool. What day cool. is it? Tuesday. I'm gonna hit Oh, out on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Oh shit! I have subterfuge in the morning. Shit. <laughs> I'm gonna head to the uh, to the uh, infirmary. What time should we head out? Uh, oh wait, no, it's later than that. It's midnight when you head out. Yeah, it's like, it's like two. It's like two or three in the morning now. Two or three in the morning, actually. Yeah. Of course. I have subterfuge in seven hours. Yeah, fame. Well, by the time fame. you get back uh, to the infirmary, whether you join Carly or not, it's we don't. I need to go to the infirmary. I'm very, I'm very poisoned. And not very uh, well. It's like four in the morning. Could you take Chester back to the room for me? Like really? No, I said we're not keeping it as a pet. We'll just for now. We'll just until tomorrow until I can see one of the professors. What if it eats our furniture? We'll buy some more, I suppose. Keep it in your room. Yeah. I've got to go to the infirmary first. That's why I'm asking you to take him back. Fine, no. we'll put it in your room. Back. No, no, no. We'll take it back and we'll put it in your room. That's fine, yeah. Yeah. You can't... Chester is just like up by it's... your feet, Carly. Yeah. <laughs> so I just looked out the window and a feather has just, just been... <laughs> Have we got like chains on it as a lead you didn't take any no no uh, it's it's before. following carly like religiously it, you know it, it doesn't be, it oh, okay, never good. mind i'll take you with me and be fine and then um, probably not a good idea i'll try um this. chester chester come here it like vaguely recognizes that you're talking to it but doesn't come over to you i'll walk over to it and stroke it yeah, you get a little, like, scratch on the top. It's weird because it's, like, rough wooden texture, so it's not the nicest thing to, like, run against. You're a little worried about splinters. But and, and it, it seems to enjoy it. Yeah, it, it it's it's nice. It opens its mouth, it, its, uh, like, chest just a little bit, and the little tongue, like, flops out. You can see these very sharp teeth just showing, though. You are actually quite cute, aren't you? It starts purring ever so slightly. How big is but, it? Uh, about the size of my little chest down there. This like is that the same size as my little chest that I've. Got? Uh, it, it's about. Yeah, let me. I can't get to mine. Actual size. There you go. Oh yes. Uh, Neville, try. Oh, can you even hear us? No, I can't. No. Neville, try and pick it up. 
It's very heavy, and as like with a cat or whatever, except it can't, you know, slinky itself, it doesn't seem happy with that. Like, it's trying to shy away. Uh, maybe, can you give me a hand? Chifter, I know you don't want to go, but come on. I don't need to make an inside check to know that thing doesn't want to be touched by you right now. I know, but we need to get it back to the apartment. I think it can stay with Kyle. That is his problem. Yes, but he's going to the nurse, and I don't really want any more bad things. What what like, bad is going to happen to the nurse? Well, it's more like the nurse might freak out, and then we might get into trouble. Why would we get in trouble? We're not the one that would bring it in there. I'm going right back to the apartment right now. Come on, will you give me a hand, please? <laughs> I was looking at it like, I'm usually the adventurous one. Well, I... <laughs> he says, um, Carly, why don't you just come back to the apartment first, leave it at the apartment, and then go to the thing? Okay, then. Uh, I do want to go over fairly soon, though. I'm not feeling very... Uh... Very bright at the moment. You don't yeah. look at either. Right here, then. Come on, let's let's take Jesse back a bit. Perhaps he's tired. Probably wants to rest. You wander back. It takes a little bit of time. Get up into the. You don't see anyone. You get up into the room. Open up, and just to like runs into the room as a little explore around. Then comes back to Carly. Okay. Good night. Morning. Just, uh, you you see it. Chester, I'm I'm gonna pop a, pop out just for a few minutes, and and I'll see you a bit later, okay? It's just staring at you. <laughs> How? Well, you, you know, like you can tell sort of where its face <laughs> is, so it's staring at you. you it's know? just going. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like vaguely looking in your direction. Why don't you put it, make a bed on in your room on the floor? I I don't know. Do, do, do mimics use beds? I, 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 I don't know. I've never had a pet mimic. Yeah, I'll get a, a blanket and sort of fluffy top on the floor and say, "Yeah, there you go, Justice. Sit on that." Kind of like vaguely looks at it. <laughs> I, if I sort of push it over onto the blanket, does it move? Yeah, ish. Like it goes with you, and yeah, it's on the blanket. Now, and I thought, right, pass now. It I stay here. Yes, stay. Stay and I'll walk towards the door. And it follows you. I thought it No, 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 put it, put it on the bed and run. I can't run. I'm poisoned. Meanwhile, in Maisie's room, she just up and goes up to Sebastian's cage and just goes, You're not going to be replaced. You're the best boy. <laughs> like, in, in, a, in as loving and affectionate of a way as it can, it like shoots its tongue out like on your nose. <laughs> Thanks, What's Sebastian again? Chameleon. Chameleon, that's it. Oh, no, it's Just like... Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just... Just... I don't know. Put a lead on it. See if Cromwell's got the rope again. <laughs> I don't want to chain it up again, but like... I, I don't think I'd be nice, so... I, you can't I take it with you. <clears throat> Why not? Please just don't take it with you. Please. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't want to take it with me, but I don't see how much to stop it, really. Cromwell sleepily is just like, lock it in your room. But I can try. I'll sort of 
try try as far as I can to dart through the door and clue it and keep it on the inside. Yeah, you, you walk through the door and it tries to follow and you do the thing where like you stick your foot through the door and hold it back and like slowly start closing the door trying to eventually I'll be, I'll be back eventually you get minutes. it shut. I'll be back shortly, okay? Just just you stay there, I'll be back in a few minutes. Please lock your door. Okay, well I mean can you lock can you, can you lock them from the outside? I suppose you can. Yeah, you've got keys. Yeah, I lock the door and, and I lock the door and yeah. Me, uh, and you, but you take the key in case you need to get in there. You go. I don't want control of it. I'll go to bed. I've got history class in like a few hours. Well, somebody has to. It's going to be somebody reliable. Oh, for God's sake. There you go. I'll see you in a few minutes. It won't be long. Oh, I'm oh, leaving oh. it on my desk. I'm going to sleep. Good night. Yeah, okay. Uh, I may have to pop in when I get back to grab my key again, if you don't mind. That's fine. It's on the desk, which is right by my door. Just open the door, take the key, and shut the door quietly. Okay, I'll see you later. You wander off to the uh, to the matron. You get there. It's this, and it, it as you go through, like it's very quiet. It's just like a night nurse. Who's the same one you met before? It's like it's kind of late. Yeah, I, I got uh, involved in a bit of a, helping the. Up in the garbage, and they were looking into. Uh, uh, came up against something I didn't like very much, and I got a sort of a bit damaged, as you can see, and poisoned. I think. Just a look at some of your wounds, and it's like. Bear with me a sec. Takes a little swab, uses her machine like she did last time, kind of silently. It's late in the night, you know, just the the vague whirring, almost sending you to sleep, and it goes. Bing! She takes out, and she just looks at it, looks at you, and goes. You've got oromite poisoning again. <laughs> You're kidding. I mean, oh no, not again. I have been a, a doctor for 25 years now, and this is the third time I've ever seen someone with oromite poisoning. And twice of them have been you in the last two weeks. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. I can't be a coincidence. There's got to be something good. Whatever you're doing, I'm stop. not going to ask. Just yeah. stop it. Because as much as I can fix this, it's the sort of thing that can cause permanent damage eventually. So, she does the same as before. Gives you a little solution, which you feel better quite quickly. So, automite is is sort of a uh, what you said it was like a, a the leftovers from a from some sort of automite uh, is yes, it's kind of like. Sludgy horribleness from like a, like it's like a residue from fuel. It's a it's a leftover from fuel that we don't get these days. We have measures to get rid of it. So if you're using old generators and not you know, don't have the correct equipment to filter the output or whatever you're doing, yeah, try and deal with it because yeah, this stuff it, it can do some bad things, especially if untreated. Um, which luckily you've come to me. Just be careful, whatever you're doing. But you know, I don't. It's the too tight. The twice no, I've been. Can't contact explain with. anything to me. It is better if I don't know. Is he? For your sake and mine. Okay, you say so. If you tell me enough, I will have to report it. I will be obligated to report it. That's fine. I've got no problem with that. Oromite is an illegal substance. I'm not surprised. It's horrible. Yes, but if you have it, then there will be investigations. 
And I haven't got it. Good. In fact, the twice I've come across it, they've been in completely different places. I don't understand. Well, thank you anyway. I don't want to see you here with Armite poisoning again. Oh, believe me, I don't want to get Armite poisoning at all. Anything I see which is black and sludgy, I'm saying well away, thank you. Last time you were here, you were with another girl, I don't remember her name, who also had Armite poisoning. Just want to make sure she hasn't got it and is... She seemed irresponsible enough to deal with it on her own. I know what you're saying, and I appreciate the thought, but I'm pretty sure they're all right. I will check when I get back. Right, well, it's late, and I'm sure you have class in the morning, so... Oh, yes. Oh, class in the morning. Oh, great. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I'll... By the way, while I'm here, I... this is a random question. Do you know anybody on the faculty who knows anything about mimics? I don't speak with the faculty that much. I'm basically employed outside of the university. Okay, just a thought. All right, thank you. I'll, uh, I'll no doubt be seeing you again. I hope not, though. We'll see. Okay. The way my life is going at the moment, I really wouldn't like to say. You talk a lot. <laughs> ah, nothing else to do where I come from. Okay. <laughs> Works off and you walk in the late of night, getting to sleep somewhere in the region of half past like four in the morning ready to get up at eight o'clock the alarms go off in the morning and i probably will skip ahead you know, obviously but the alarms go off in the morning and i like to imagine there is a like collective groan from all of you at the same time as the eight o'clock alarms go off. Yes. yeah absolutely. i have a feeling we're all gonna be late to class i don't think neva would i think she would at this point here's a question Maisie, mm. does she go to class? Does she hit that nine o'clock? It's Velka's class. Yeah, she's gonna be fucking miserable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you head head to class. The next week goes fairly slowly and fairly boringly. Um, as a as a sort of a side question, uh, what society now? I have sent it to all of you. Uh, are you guys going to? <laughs> I've got one on every um, single day. I've got, got to quickly run through the thing for the podcast's yeah, sake. You but... definitely sent it to us, and I yep. definitely yep. remember reading through it. It's on Monday, on Monday at 5 o'clock, there's Rock Club and Gymnastics Club, and at 6 o'clock, there's Arcane Society. On Tuesday at 5 o'clock, there's the Climate Society and Dance Society, and at 6 o'clock, there's the Sports Ball. Uh, society or club. Uh, Wednesday at five o'clock, there's athletics and cross country and engineering society. And at six o'clock, there's the music club. On Thursday at five o'clock, there's the showdown club and orchestra. And at six o'clock, there's the debate club. On Friday at five o'clock, there's the board game society and choir. And at six o'clock, there's the theater club. On Saturday at 10 a.m., there's dragon, che uh, dragon chess club. At four o'clock, is creature club. At five o'clock, is a religious study. At six o'clock, is creature club uh, part two. And uh, at 10 o'clock p.m., is astronomy club. Uh, you know, obviously late at night. And on a Sunday at 10 o'clock is Radio Club. At 4 o'clock is the Strangeling Society. And at 5 o'clock is the History Club. A lot of clubs. Rock Club. Rock club. Neva cannot make her mind up between them. So she's going to try them all. Well, all, all the clubs. 
No. You can't go to some of them at the same time as the others. When you say rock club, that's the that's like um geology. You specifically said it's not. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I forget I did actually say what I was gonna go to and I've completely forgotten. I'd probably go to the Arcane Society mm -hmm. and definitely go to the Strangeling Society. It's a while Probably. before anything even mildly interesting really comes around, unless you guys want to kick in with uh, anything. Maisie, you see Professor Gunthal again. It's helpful. Uh, you go through a few things. Nothing particularly advanced. Like you're slowly getting used to it. She's helping you to sort of hone in, understand, make notes, find out what's going on. But she always creeps into like the how's your life going side of things. Very, very therapist style. Uh, and I not, always deflect. <laughs> You deflect. Unless it makes me look good. <laughs> um, you go through all your clubs. The weekend, probably fairly unimpressive. Mace is also practicing the, the chain. Yes, chain I, I was going to get regular that as like a, a thing. Um, comes around Monday. Tuesday, I would do the Professor Morthogus thing with Cromwell, but not here. Um, but Tuesday, you are very aware, Mace, that this is the day that you've been waiting for a while. To show Velka how much you know about a chain knife. Yeah. Uh, and I would think I don't have written down is when you're going to talk to her, but I don't think there was any time particularly set. I don't think so. It'd probably just be after um, yeah. subterfuge. So it's later in the day when you're going to go and see her. And we'll do like a flashback scene of all the practice and training you've done. Can you give me uh, roll four? Um, well, what would be you know, chain knife rolls, but that, because you don't have proficiency, it's kind of just dex rolls. Sure. Um, just to give me like a, a solid average of how well this has been going. Dirty 20. Nice. Six. Not so good. <laughs> Go on, one of these has got to be a natty. Uh, no, but that's 17. Okay. And then, come on, natty. Natty 30! Let's go! Yeah. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> you know what? I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you chain it. I'm going to let you chain it. Pun not intended. Okay. So you can get a crit train. Come on! This is the OP dice that kept rolling well for me last session. <laughs> Come on! Uh, 15 plus 2, okay. 17. Either way. It's, it's, a it's a good set. You had a couple of, you know, bad sessions. But overall, especially with that Natty, you are fairly happy with at least the basics. You know, you, you're accurate enough and you don't cut yourself when you swing it around these days <laughs> um that's pretty good and you walk up to the door probably fairly nervous your heart pounding because this is the first time you've properly spoken or would, will have properly spoken to velka you know other than just sort of like well who's kidding you're not answering questions in class but like other than seeing her in, you know, in the classroom <laughs> i was gonna yeah. say answering questions but <laughs> when's the last time Maisie put a hand up um and yeah, you're standing at the door. How long does it take you for you to knock on that door? Five seconds. And there's Velka sitting at a desk. Just you know, paperwork as always. Uh, you see in her in her left hand, she's like doing paperwork with her right hand, and in the left hand has like a a, a knife that she's like twiddling around in this just like incredibly impressive and irresponsible way. Some habits never die. Um, well, yeah, exactly. The, the, like the what's it called? The flip knife. 
Whoa! Purdy's <laughs> falling over. Bye, Purdy. <laughs> uh, for clarification, the camera fell over, not Purdy. Um, Where the fuck did it go? It's like it's behind the desk. That's like that's. Is there like a little <laughs> lip sticking out that it? That's the oh, screen. Oh, I think. Uh, <laughs> what is going on? Uh, uh, distracting. That's the wall. Yep. That's. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> that's screen. She's got a butterfly knife that she's flicking around. As you walk in, she like, boom, into the table. You can see there's tons of little pock marks in the table where she like stabs it in regularly. And just looks and says, hello. Oh, oh, Hi. Well, um, um, I'm as ready yes. as I'm ever going to be. Right. I've been thinking about this one. Firstly, mm -hmm. how do you think this has gone? I think it's Give gone me well. your lowdown. What have you been doing? Impress me. Um, well, I couldn't find a lot of information on it. There was like some weird historical information, mm -hmm. and then like one scroll with a few forms that I've been practicing, and I mostly got it. It's been a, I mean, my legs are a little cut up a bit, but okay. not for a week or so now. Interesting. The chain knife is not a commonly used medium. Now, I understand. I was young once, as hard as it is to believe for an elf. And I was also interested in not a chain knife, but all the fantastical and wonderful weaponry that isn't your standard and common. But there's a reason weaponry becomes common. A sword, easy to learn to swing, a knife you can learn simply. Mastering any of these, always difficult. The chain knife, even the basics, can be a hard one to grasp, mostly because the risk of hurting yourself can be quite high. It was developed as a extended way of attacking, keeping people at a distance whilst also being able to rein back your thrown knives, or in some cases you have small sickles and things in the end. <sighs> you know, mostly used by whipmasters initially. Uh, I am not a master with a chain knife, but I have learned a lot over my time, and I can give you at least the basic pointers to start you on your correct journey. Now, in, in second year and third year, Especially if you go into specialization, you can learn something like the chain knife as a specialization and gain far more than a mastery of it. But for now, I want to see, well, you know, we'll go over to the uh, to the practice grounds. I want to see you uh, show me some forms, attack some dummies, and we'll go from there. See what, see whether it's worth my time, as I said before. You seem uh, eager, though, and you seem I excited, am. which is always a good start. It's fun. Shall we? We shall. She picks up a butterfly knife, spins it around really coolly, and puts it like into a little sort of you know sheath on her uh, uh, on her leathers. Closes off a couple books, and you leave. And it's a fairly silent walk. Um, one thing you possibly do notice is it's an extremely silent walk from her. She's wearing like heeled boots, and yet she still doesn't make noise when she walks. Like she's just incredibly silent. Um, but eventually, you get over to the uh, to the grounds and she sets up a few of these sort of scarecrow-esque targets and just stands there looks at you just just expectant face all right and i mean i'm using the the knife from the gauntlet which you probably recognizes <laughs> yeah well, when you put up your arm she, she obviously has a curiosity i mean well, i mean it's been a long time since she's seen it and she yeah. also doesn't really care she wasn't ever that close to, to yeah, this is a possible air recognition. She doesn't mention anything, though. Okay. All right. I'll do the thing. 
So what's the first thing you do? You just got a target in front of you. You got to do some like forms. You got to attack. I'm gonna do the basic, fully extended thing to start with. Uh, just okay. so just, just gonna hit up. it from a distance. Yeah. Sixteen. Sixteen. Pretty good. It's you know that these they have like targets on these things. One on the head. One on the chest. You hit kind of like the outside of the chest target, but you do hit it. Like, you're even surprised yourself. There's probably a little bit of like trying to hide your own surprise as you all <laughs> this chain goes <laughs> and just clinks in. And then because it's not really solid enough to stick into properly, it kind of just stamps and then falls to the ground. Yeah. Take it back. Whip it back. <laughs> Move a little She's bit like, closer and. Okay. Try to do some some fancy stuff. Try to sure. try to um, swing it around for a slash across the chest slicey, of the slicey. target. Yeah. Fifteen. Give me a second one as well. Just because you're doing multiple things. Uh, that's a seventeen. Yeah, pretty good. You do some pretty good slices. You know, across it and across. You're getting some decent cuts into it. Bring it back. It's not the most graceful thing, but it you know it definitely gets the job done, which is the starting thing. Mm-hmm. She's definitely impressed. You doing anything else, or are you just going to stop there? Um, she seems like she's satisfied, but there's still like a like a waiting. She hasn't said anything yet. <laughs> I is there anything else around? Oh, <laughs> hi, Purdy. Did you lose your your camera? I have a feeling the dog pulled it from beneath. No, oh, she she's was trying to extend moving the her table. desk. Okay, yeah. there we go. Bring us back to the main screen. Um, Hello. I, no, I wanted. It off. It was the printer. Yeah, what? I printed something, and whatever Why? happened underneath the desk caused <laughs> it to fall off. Well, fair enough. Um, I want to try the cool TikTok thing where they throw something with the chain. <laughs> oh, so you want to wrap around something and then throw? it Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I don't oh, know what what I'd throw. Like, what's in the area? Um. So like a practice sword rack or something close by? It's late, or... so not really. I, I mean, there'd be like a like um, I don't know because you want something sort of solid enough. Um, let's say there's like some like a set of dumbbells, but there's like the really light ones at one end, like the okay. really really light, like you know, basically okay. just a bar. All right, I'll try to get one of those. <laughs> Throw it at the target. Okay. <laughs> Roll it. I've done well so far, so I'm going for the... Oh, all the marble. I just tossed it up. Back of my hand. <laughs> Holy sh... 21? 21. <laughs> <laughs> so you spin it around. You whip it backwards. It, like, clinks around. There's like a half second. It's a little longer that than worked. anyone would usually if they're expecting it. But you're like, it's that surprise. It's the... Holy shit. And you just like... <laughs> launch it forwards and it throws it in a right like you know directional don't yeah. even think about it <laughs> but it, it throws it um the unfortunate part there is it throws it but you don't think about where the chain was going the chain starts whipping with the knife on the end directly at Velka's face and before you can oh. even think about like bring it even think about that you realize that the chain is like tensioned and you look up and she's just like Grabbed it, like, right by her face. <laughs> She's looking at you like, we're excited, are we? <laughs> yeah. Just right. lets it go. <laughs> she draw her back in. Recall it. Yeah. <laughs> she says, well, this might do a little <laughs> exaggerated movement at the end there. 
I am impressed. I will. I'll give you some lessons. Twice a week. Hmm. Twice a week. Okay. And I don't want to see anything shabby. I can't do all of this for you. You need to learn this a lot yourself. But I can give you pointers and tips. For example, your foot positioning. The main reason that your, your whip lost quite a lot of control at the end there. You have to bear in mind at this point that you are no longer... You know, it is not your arm length to think about. With a small dagger at the end, it is ten feet of chain, which is dangerous. You have mastered the art of not hitting yourself. You have not quite mastered the art of thinking about the ten-foot circle around you, which can be helped with your positioning, your arm movements. And as much as I'm sure you'll love to hear it, some uh, muscle exercise. You need strong shoulders, strong arms, and surprisingly forearms to be able to do this effectively. You need that fine control. All right. So I'm going to give you a set of uh, exercises you need to be doing daily. And uh, I will help you with some of these footworks. You're probably going to say no. And I will not force you. But the best way to gain accurate and proper footwork for this? Dance. And I'm not talking no. about I'm not talking about breakdancing. I won't say no. I'm talking something delicate, like ballet, ballroom. Something that allows you to gain much more control of your feet. This is your own choice as to how, how fast your advancement in this goes. I will note it down. She looks at you with this, like, half-smile. <laughs> Just like, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's fun. It's hard, but it's fun. Be careful. I you can hurt someone. Me. I know the whole point is to hurt someone, but if there's one thing I've learned in my very long life, it's that though you learn how to kill someone with a weapon, you have to hope you never need to use it. It's a practice, and hope that it never takes someone's life. Okay. Thanks again. Uh, when when should we meet during the week? Same time every week. We'll do today and Friday. Okay. We'll um, All right. go here. There's no point in meeting in my office. All right. There's not much for you there. All right, cool. Thank you. No worries. And she just starts putting things away as you uh, you head off with newfound skills. No, you're not proficient with it yet. I know. <laughs> I think that'd I think be too in, easy. In, in the book, it says like you need like a hundred hours of stupid and proficient in something. There's some mm. like large rule. So maybe eventually, huh? Maybe eventually. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sorry, why I'm making noise on my in my bottle. Okay. Uh, anything else you're going to happen in this week? Because I have something that will be happening on the Friday, so that's what we'll be skipping next if we're going to go anywhere. Nothing apart from... Oh, yeah, there's one thing. I was going to go and try and find uh, somebody who knows about um, mimics. Okay. So from the uh, professors you know, the ones that know anything about, like, uh, 
animals at the very least. You've got uh, Mason Broadwell, who is you know, theory on studies. Um, who else would know anything? Where's my? On the wrong one. That's right. Um, maybe <laughs> the carpentry instructor. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be honest, that's well, the only one. Theory on studies I, seems to be the only thing Wednesday, that you do. If it's Wednesday, then my second lesson at ten o'clock is uh, theory on studies. You're doing theory on studies? I completely forgotten that. And I'm not doing theory on studies now, but uh, neither. I is. am. Yeah, I was going to say like. So I could sort of um, okay, what doing? after my nine o'clock lecture, I haven't got anything until 11. What day are we on? Wednesday. Uh, yeah, we'll make it a Wednesday. Wednesday. Which means yeah, that... So uh, neither could probably save you to meet her at 11. Yeah, so I could, after, after um, history finishes, I can head over to Therion Studies and try and get there before it starts. Just have a quick word with the uh, professor. Mm -hmm. So you go with, with Neva early to the class. Uh, and as you walk in, you can see uh, Professor Broadwell, someone that, uh, Neva, you've seen a good few times, but I'll explain for Carly's benefit, obviously, because you remember exactly what he looks like. <laughs> in fact, why don't you describe him? Professor at the university, just the yep. studies. <laughs> Which one is? I have oh, like I'm sure four different lessons. Three different I better actually, if you roll backwards up the thingy, you'd be there somewhere. Uh, he looks like a man uh, made out of Hero Forge. No. Yeah. He's a fur bog male, 7 foot 11, 36, yellow eyes with black glare. Don't make it too obvious a reading. Yeah. <laughs> Very large, mostly, but also a little pudgy. Blue grey skin, man burn and beard, wrapped hip pin, fur lined leathered, South African sounds quite nervous. Quiet and nervous. I love how you could have like made that sound like you know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's this large fur. I did until Huge I didn't fur the word. <laughs> Huge fur Sclera are the outside bit, it's the white part of your eye, except he's a black. Ah. Um and he just looks very timid and stuff, and he's sort of working as you walk over, he's like, Oh, oh you're right there? You doing okay? Uh, hello, Professor. Um and you don't know me, my name's uh... Carry. Um Are you looking to transfer over to my Oh please no, no. no I I got to, I'm doing okay with my courses, thank you. Very kind of you though. Very 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 nice thought. I don't well, want to I, show any more classes with you. That's I, not I a very nice to, way to think about things, Neva. Oh she's having a hard time um, with it. Right. Give it, give it. I live with him. I spend I, all I my time be... outside of lessons with him. I would like to enjoy a lesson without him. I think you and must I'd be really slightly surprised that Professor Broadwell knows your name because you've never really interacted with him. Oh, yeah. She probably hasn't thought about that <laughs> yet. <laughs> what, what can I help you with? In? I, I would have to be quick. I've got to got a little bit before. Oh, yes, I know. Starts. I know. I, I mean, you may not be able to help me straight away. Just, I wanted to just ask you a really quick question. Uh, we haven't got time to go into why now, but I've ended up with, uh, with this little chap here. Look. He looks down. He's like, right, it's. Um... Just takes a little step backwards, yeah. <laughs> even though he's huge, he looks like he could just step on it and it would, you know, it would crush it. He's just like, it's uh, interesting. See, yeah. my reaction was worth it. <laughs> so, so, uh, it, it was it had been uh, captured, chained up, and was in oh, it's, it was quite un unhappy. And I, and I managed to say, to, to, I suppose, rescue it is as good a word as any. And and here we are. And I just wondered, well, first of all. I mean, it seems to me it's a, 
I don't know, a mimic, a young mimic, perhaps? It's uh, what do you have here? It seems to be a pygmy mimic. A pygmy mimic? Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. And, and are they particularly vicious? Should I be worrying about it? Or Well, I've always gone by the uh, uh, mantra that all animals are only violent if they uh, are given a reason to be. You know, if they need food or if they are in danger. So there's no reason why you could say that it would be naturally dangerous, unless, of course, it is hungry. But I have never you know, particularly interacted with mimics that much. I have some uh, information, of course. Uh, generally, I would tell people to stay away from mimics, but if you if you have hand-reared them from birth, as with most animals, they can be a little more gentle. Uh, they don't want to know how to be aggressive. Um, there's a large ring in the underground uh, for like mimic fighting or like uh, monster fighting, and I, this may have been bred for that. Um, I don't know if it was chained up. Um, it was found amongst like it looks like experimented on. Yeah, they, were of... they were kind of dead. Yeah, it looked like somebody had been killing mimics, bigger ones, you know. Uh, we might have been experimenting with them. It is quite a, a great technology to be able to sort of change your appearance as you wish, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, some obviously some humanoids can do it as well. You've got changelings and you've got uh, some others, but um, yeah. I suppose what I would say is just be like very careful who, who it's around. I, I, I don't want to... The only time I'd be scared is if, if you have uh, your little friend here uh, cornered or scared or any of these sort of things. I don't know how it might react, you know, in that reaction. It also seems quite attached to you, so it might get protective, which is another uh, worrying situation. Um, two, quick, two quick questions, because I know you need to get to your TLS and everything. What do they eat? Because I obviously need to make sure it has whatever it needs, and uh, and is there any way of communicating with it or training it or something? Well, um, it would eat. It's carnivore, so you know it just eats uh, any sort of meat. Um, training wise, I don't know. They, they're not uh, unintelligent. They, they, I would say, have like uh, the intelligence of sort of an average person. Uh, they can't speak, it doesn't necessarily understand language, but it might, under, over time, understand at least the basic stuff, like with a dog or something. Uh, but I, it, you'd have to experiment with this. Like I said, just be careful with it in public. Uh, might be worth teaching it to be away from you. It's not a bad thing. And uh, yeah, some food would always be good. Despite its size, we'll actually be eating quite a lot of food, so you, you will need to feed it a lot. Do they, do they drink water as well, or do they... yeah, water? That is liquid. Uh, yeah, they are. They are living creatures, as much as it looks like wood. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point you think you've lost it and it turns. It has turned into another piece of furniture. Do you know of any books we can read about it? Well, not personally, on me. I'm sure there are some in the library, though. Uh, they won't give you much more than uh, we have here. It, the library doesn't like to go into too much detail on like monsters that you should be staying away from. Uh, I use the word monster very. Like, that's what they call them. I would not call it a monster. He's just misunderstood. Right. Uh, very, very helpful. Thank you, Professor. I'll, I'll, uh... Oh, one last little thing. I, I was wondering about, you know, I don't know putting a, a rope or something so it, it, if he does sort of want to get away, I can sort of control it. Would it, would it object to that, do you think? Or should, is that a good I, idea? I think or... that's a personality. I can't answer the question. Well, fair enough. But I might ask you, I can assist you with potentially uh, training this 
this small small picture uh, in return if you would at some point allow me to uh, display it in class well, I like to have very interactive as uh, as uh, Niva knows we have plans in the future to be going out to look at a lot of uh, animals but if we have a pygmy mimic obviously I would have to make sure it is safe and uh, put it inside of a box or something but it, it would be very good for you know uh, learning purposes can we just yes. have it in like a playpen or something? I don't want to box it up. We'll work a humane way to do this. I may have to ask uh, Carly to be at least nearby so that it is not panicking, but you know. I, I got no objection. I mean, it uh, seems it was a poor creature that needed help, but it seems to have been so okay so far. So, uh, yes, I will. Uh, it would... even makes weird noises. Look, and she'll start stroking it again. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, it's just like when a cat purrs. Is that what it's doing? It sounds like a growl, but it's not, it's not aggressive. Oh, I guessed it wasn't aggressive because it seems to do it when we stroke it and doesn't oh. actually go for us when we do that. Yeah, I would be careful though. It does have sharp teeth. Yeah. Um, like any animal. Our friends collected a few of them. Well, just one thing you can do, and he leans down and sort of like sort of scratches it sort of along the side and like a little bit under the bottom and it like its mouth like f like or the sort of chest but like fully opens showing this like horrendous gullet and fleshy mouth this huge tongue these really sharp yellow teeth as he's just like scratching it it's obviously happy but it's like a like a little little trigger oh that is so cool okay and yeah, then he takes his hand away and goes back down. Oh, is it a boy or a girl? Or a... Does that uh, look he gets down on like on all fours, which is really, looks really awkward for a seven foot eleven frame. <laughs> and has a little look at it, and uh, he says, "Oh, this is a uh, this is a girl." Oh right, okay, that's fine. Thank you very much. Can we call her Chessie instead of Chester? Well, I'm not going to call her Chesty. No, Chessie. <laughs> God. <laughs> Why do you have to think like that? Typical bloke. Or if you don't want, I do have to get a look. You know, people will be coming in soon. One last question. Would the university be against us keeping it as a pet? I will be honest, probably. Can you not tell them, please? Uh, we'll see how that goes. If I'm going to start using it in class, it's going to be difficult to not tell the university. But we will work a system, I'm sure. So, if you are going to help me sort of train it, how should we do that? Um, I don't know. I would. I got to do some research anyway to find out. You know, if this has been done before. If you know, I have got some context I can talk about with this kind of thing. I don't like to reach into the you know sort of the breeders that that, that fight these things, but they will have tips on how they train them. We won't be training it to fight, of course. We'll just be sort no. of taking into account yeah, no, how no, they exactly. do these sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, you can always get. In touch with me uh, through Nina, or uh, this is a. Uh, I'll give him the uh, a better paper the uh, address. This is uh, right. when we're room is so you know well, all of your information is on the system. So yeah, that'd be Kalita. So I'll uh, yeah, I'll wait to hear them. Thank you very much, Professor. At this point, there are a few sort of people coming in, so you sort of like exit through the side door. You know, mimic. Go on, Jesse. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, well, I better get uh, some food then, I suppose. Uh, I wonder if it, I should have asked him if it's raw meat or cooked meat. Oh, I'll try both and see what happens. So, it's Friday. It's now Friday. That's good. It's been a couple of days. Well, we skip ahead. You know how it is. And we're back to Carly. Uh, 
bear with me one second whilst I open something that I thought I had open, but evidently has been closed in the meantime. So it'll go. Just talk amongst yourselves. You sir. So, so Neve, what do you think about little friend then? Just would you would you like to help me try and look after, or do you want to? What you mind? I'd be very grateful for the help. I um, I'm really starting to like Chessie. I think it's a cute little thing. I just, uh, I think if we look after her properly, I can't see any reason there should be uh, any problems. If there's any damages, I'll pay for them. That's very kind. Thank you. In the meantime, we just need to get some food and maybe get a. I was going to get. So I don't quite know how, how they drink water. I mean, do you pour it into them or? I think if we get a sort of a big bowl and then see I'm just what happens. A bowl like a dog. That's what I was thinking for the moment. If that doesn't work, then perhaps I'll. What toys do you get for it? That's a good question. I don't know. Something that goes squeak when you bite it, I suppose. We need to go out to the pet store. Is there a pet store in town? I hope there's a pet store in town. There's got to be one somewhere. We've got to find it. (gasps) Can I put a bow on its handle? I don't think... Not yet. I don't want to put anything on it because it's. Well, no, no, no. Rough. I mean, like, if she likes it. Yeah, but she's because she's been in chains for a long time. I was thinking just let her be free of stuff for the moment. Oh, I was going to let her smell it. If she ate it, then she ate it, and if she didn't, I would try and put it on it. If she didn't like it, I would take it straight off. Yeah, you be careful though, because there's lots of sharp teeth in there. We don't want to. Perhaps wait until it's a bit, a bit, a little bit more used to us and used to a bit more trained. True. I just want to spoil her. She deserves it. I think she deserves it. Yeah, she's had a hard time so far. Oh, I just realized I was muted and nobody's heard what Ah. I said for the past like 10 minutes. No, I didn't even realize you were talking. And I thought you said something. I I thought you were sort of going to say something and then changed your mind. I thought just then you were mouthing something. (laughs) Uh, I did say there is a pet store and I wonder if Alex remembers the pet store. Nope. Sure. <laughs> nope. Alex does not remember the pet store. It'll be written in my book, that's for sure. Because I have a Will little it? thing if I want to be to. Will it? What the hell is my book? <laughs> it doesn't matter because I don't have the book. <laughs> oh, that's gone. Um, so. Seriously, where the hell is the book? Oh, there it is. The pet store is probably written down. Um... What was that pointing cord again? At mm, it's not. At, at, hmm? at poisoning. Oramite. Oramite. I think I think the note is actually in your Discord messages. Okay. I see. Uh what do you what do you We 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 didn't come up with anything. Oh I see. That. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um so, Carly, you are going to, there it is, Arcane Theory, uh, you and Cromwell. And as you know, Cromwell goes into the room, it's in uh, Calloway Quad any one obviously, it's northeast one, oh, uh, which is actually on the east side. And oh, can you just give me a, like a, something seems off and you just can't quite put your finger on it about this little corridor. It's a corridor where on the... Uh, on the left is any three, and then further down is any four, and on the right is any two. This is Cali Quad, isn't it? I 
Yeah. A um, corridor down here. And as you're down it, um, give me a, a perception roll. Perception. Dirty 20. Oh, lovely. So down at the end on the right hand side, you, you're convinced. You're convinced that there used to be a door there, like a storage cupboard or something, but it, it's just a wall. It's just turned into a wall, which oh, is no. like, which is weird. Like, maybe it has, maybe it hasn't, and you go over to it. And you put your hand onto it, and this, like, little wave of, like, psychedelic rainbow, you know, like, uh, oil spill kind of rainbow sort of just, like, yeah. shimmers away. And there is a door there, but it's not the door that usually was there. It's like a much heavier wooden door that has a symbol on it, like a sphere, which is red, with this dragon wrapping all the way Ooh. around it. It's a red dragon sphere. Oh, I, I was waiting for that penny to drop. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. So is there a door handle? No, but it feels as though it's a push door. You'd be able to get out if there was a handle. <laughs> With some trepidation, I'm going to push the door open. You push the door, and it opens up into a... It's an on-site, because it's a room that is definitely larger than would be expected. It's not the first time you've had this sort of thing before, but like, there's meant to be a classroom on the right-hand side, and it like spreads out. But it's, it's a hell of a room, uh, and I'm going to bring up... Uh, specific uh the room is something along the lines of like 35 by 35 feet with you know, about 15 foot tall it's a huge room with these large cobblestone kind of walls you know big stones in a cobblestone pattern and you can see there's other doors and things in there but more importantly obviously not closing the door yet in the center is a large chest oh chest which seems to have padlocks all over it you are aware as you look at this that it, it seems as though it will be difficult to get out again if you do go in. Okay, I don't think I'm... Oh, I know. I'll get my uh, talking stone. Mm -hmm. And I'll call Maisie. Uh, so, hang on, is, is Maisie in class? Is Maisie in class? Please say Maisie's in class. Uh, ah, she's, not in, she's not in class. <laughs> but I do have chain knife training um, in an hour. So on your on your you know, your your own music starts playing on your talkstone, Maisie. And you see it says Carly. Yeah, okay. Hello. Ah, oh, Maisie. Look, I've just found something rather strange. I think it's maybe one of the one of the dragon orbs. Well, not the orb itself, but I found a a, a room which is where there was a storage cupboard. Looks like if I go in there, I'll be able to get out again very easily. There's a chest, a whole load of padlocks and things. Looks like the next challenge. I'm not quite sure how to approach it on my own. Okay, well, don't you have to go to class? Weren't you on your way to class with Cromwell? Was that yes, with yes, yes, your class has basically started. What time of day is it? Uh, oh, we're down here, are we? At, uh, one o'clock. It's just after lunch. Yeah. Well, look, can you get the others, uh, not now, obviously, at the end of today, 
get the others and I'll show you where it is. Meet me at the uh, what, what was the building called? Cali Quad. No, not Cali Quad. It's, it is. It's um, Callaway Quad. Callaway Quad. Callaway Quad. Meet, meet me at uh, at Callaway Quad. We'll uh, we'll go and have a look. Okay. After classes are over and whatnot. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm. F- what am I doing? Actually, I'm. I think we're all free from... at four, or after four. At five. Yeah, but you need to do your chain life training. What day is it again? Friday. Friday. Is. Is chain knife training after all classes are over, or just after both his classes are over? Chain knife training would be. Let me get to that one. Let me get to Velka's timetable. Between five and seven. Um, uh, yeah, Velka's done at three. So you'd probably be doing it like as soon as you're done. Because you, you finish at five. Okay. But Neva has two uh clubs to get to between five and basically two. you're going to meet up much later in the day mm-hmm. yeah, yeah okay i see so the day trundles by you do your chain knife training very exciting uh you do learn a few things it's i think it's one of those it's one of those things where you wanted to get in there and just be swinging around but like it's a very held back learning how to where to place your feet and she gives you like a heavy rope instead of a chain and like it's all very boring like you you do at a certain level understand yeah you've got to learn the back the basics but you know you wanted to swing around a chain knife and you know it is helpful though i'll swing around the chain knife in my own time exactly um (laughs) but eventually you know later maybe after dinner the three of you collect together um cromwell and samir don't join you Oh, I wonder why. Uh, Samir is just, you know, never around. Cromwell, Cromwell's got some work to do, but he says he'll, he'll catch up. He'll join you later. I'm pretty sure he can. And you all head over in the dark of night over to Callaway Quad. When you all get there, two of you, that isn't Carly, walk over and see a wall. Is this a, <laughs> this is a really bad joke, Cal. Yeah, I thought we found another... Just push the door, it'll open. That's a wall. No, no. Kali will walk over. You see Kali push the wall and, like, you're not sure if you blinked or what happened, but, like, it's a door. (laughs) This school's fucking weird. Alright, what's inside? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is where... I send you all over to roll 20. Roll 20? What? what? I know. How often do we use that? Uh, which is terrifying for me because I never used it before, but it should work. I've been testing and making sure all this stuff does You haven't even given us logins or anything for. What the hell? I've sent the link in. But, but I like. Oh, sorry. Yeah. My fucking password is, dude. Oh, it's that one, apparently. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. Uh, and hopefully this all works as I hope and expect. Oh, there's, there's Father. Uh, you, you can probably just see like a white nothingness right now. That's correct. Cool. Yeah. I'll wait until you're all in here and then do it. I'm still learning how to use this, so, you know. Uh, you're going to have to bear with me because I need to open a few things as well. Can I close Tailfire then? Um, yeah, for now. Cool. It's unlikely that's going to be necessary for now, and I'm going to do the same because I, I think it will. 
So I'm just lagging the background as we go through everything. Same then. Now, uh, bear with me a second, because I'm going to open some things. Now, when I have four screens, I will actually use them, because I'm going to need multiple things uh, to be open at the same time and need to be able to see them all. Um, so let's put this, and then let's put that, and do that there and then okay so you're all here i think the way oh uh, purdy is apparently lo loading in it's like a weird symbol there but i think the way that i get you guys to be here is i do this aha so you should be able to see just like a small Sort of square. Cool. I understand the, why it's not central, but it's annoying me. It's not. Yeah, central. I know. It's also annoying me. <laughs> yeah. You're standing in a room, like I said, thirty-five by thirty-five, with about fifteen foot tall. Ah, uh, oh, that's not worked. That's not that. That's there. You go. I'm going to be looking all over the place. It's going to be weird. Um, and then I'm going to change that to about that. Apologies. I'm I'm doing all of this ahead of time, so that hopefully it goes quicker later. There we go. In this room, uh, yeah, like it's like an old sort of, not quite dungeon, but like you know, cobblestone walls and a, and a sort of stone floor. A little cool in here. But as you step in, the door swings shut behind, you hear a little... And as before, you didn't see a door until it was there. You don't see a door anymore. You're like vaguely where it should be there, but like you don't see a door anymore. Do you need to go back and, and press yes. where the door was? It doesn't seem to do much. Oh, for God's sake, why have you got us? You could have told us. At least we know this one is school safe. Yeah, it looked, Do uh, we I know? Think it, yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, the, the tower well, looked dangerous, but if you fell off it, it would, you couldn't get hurt. So. I, I think if it's not school safe, then we have a really good um argument with the, with the, with the dean. So. I mean, well, we could use you, it to be able to keep just exactly. so you're aware in this room, so you're aware in this room and the few that come after, I'm going to be using northeast, south, and west as references because if I start using left, right, it's like which way you're pointing. So it's yeah. as if you know the upwards is north, east, southwest. That's yeah, how yeah. I'm going to describe everything yeah, yeah. just to make. Yeah. So, so, there's, so there's three doors on the eastern wall. I know you can see them. Yeah. Uh, the most northerly of them is a cage door, a metal cage door. Uh, the second one down is like a, a wooden door, not in a house. It's um, kind of similar to the one that you pushed open. Fairly solid, deep, dark wood door. And right down at the bottom on the east wall, there's an open archway, which obviously you can't see through yet. On the southern wall, there is a uh, another wooden door, which has a little padlock with a blue circle on it. Hence, you can a see on there. Circle. Okay, yeah. In the center of the room is a large chest which has six locks, all with different scale patterns on them gold, bronze, red, green, amethyst, and sapphire. They're all like padlocks the whole way across it. Obviously, pulling it shut. Okay, okay, okay. What's this? My what's brain that, hurts. What's that number one thing on the. That's just the, the room number. Oh, I see. Uh. Can we just wander around and... Uh, well, the first thing to do, I think, is um, since we're close there, I'm going to walk over and without touching it, have a look through the chain 
Not chain, just cage bars. Cage bars. It's a door, uh, and behind it you can see it's a bit of a storage, <coughs> a bit of a storage cupboard. Um, but there's not much in there, just a few shelves. You can see there's three uh, potions that are labeled, potions of healing, uh, two loaves of bread, and a silver key just sitting on its own. How far away? Uh, further away than you could reach. But how far away, though? Uh, about you know, five feet, five, five or six feet. What have I got? Have I got anything long that I can reach across with? Uh, that's the wrong character sheet because I changed character sheets now. Uh, whilst he's doing that, Maisie, you're having a little peek through this archway, I presume? Yeah. Okay, this is that I seems need. like the most straightforward one. The fog of war stuff, so hopefully I can reveal this. Uh, down this corridor, you can see that it probably connects up to that other door. And in the middle is a, I will reveal in a second, is a 15 foot long, 20 foot deep hole. Which has spikes at the bottom. Oh, okay. Which now I should be able to, because I'm still understanding all 20. Oop, you should be able to see. There's a skeleton sitting at the bottom of this big old spike pit, impaled, wearing sort of a very classic Indiana Jones esque adventuring clothing with a satchel uh, resting on its, you know, like around its shoulder. Well, that doesn't seem very adventure safe. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, probably made of rubber. I'm not there. I'm not there. Uh, Can't you use your little knife thing to like? Yeah. Down and pull up. Yeah. I was just thinking that, but I was also thinking that what if there's something fragile in the bag? But if you hook down, pull up, then it should be okay. There's a knife on the end of this chain. <laughs> well, I don't know. Hold the knife end and chuck the chain bit down. Not the actual blade. It's. Coming out of the glove, there's not really. A... I don't know how your stupid thing works. It's not a stupid thing. It's <laughs> it really is fucking a cool. Thing. It's Throw not. It You're it's a stupid right thing. Now, I'm gonna try. You're it. a stupid thing. I'm gonna <laughs> tell mom. <laughs> Sorry, can I just say this is the most this is the most sibling argument you guys have had this entire campaign. I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna re go for the bag. Uh, from, the, from the guy in the, I don't know how. First of all, how deep is the pit, Alex? <laughs> I, I just say about twenty feet. Okay, never mind. I can't do that. It's too deep, actually. Um. <laughs> oh, we never we never found out about those those uh, braces. Neva's gonna walk up and try and dangle her legs down. So you climb down a little bit, and you dangle your legs down, and you're five and a half feet or so. Which means yeah. it's another 15 foot fall. Which is fairly No, high. I mean, like, just seeing whether she could dangle and it wasn't, like, some stupid hidden... Oh, yeah, it's, it's a pit. Carly, you, you worked anything out with the cage door yet? I I haven't got anything apart from a cross... I can shoot it with a crossbow. That's not really very helpful. I mean, have you have either of you got any sort of string or anything? Something I can... Uh, yeah, can we all be on, like, talk stones so we... Talk. I mean, you're in the same room. It's not that long. I, 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 I'm just going to walk down to where they are. Oh, well, no, because technically, Neva is there with her legs down. And it's 35 on? feet. Yeah, but I can walk down here and come through the... Uh, Maisie's got her silly knife thing. There's a, there's a key. 
just out of reach. I can't quite reach it. Uh, Sorry, I I think my chain knife is a little too silly for me to use it on that. Have you got any string or anything? Because I've got it. I can try hook it. Is with there a, a little pocket. like pebble or something on the floor? I'll give you a crossbow bolt. No, there's no. I don't want a crossbow bolt. Damn it. <laughs> I was I was expecting to be just like oh well, you do the thing and then we go on a break so I guess the breaks be a little positive. Okay, I, back at the uh, other one, I'm going to yeah, the chain door. I mean the the cage door. I've got my I've got a a, a mace. If it's yes. just out of reach, I'm going to see if I can stretch across and hook anything off the shelf. Sure, you not, lean not, your arm through the cage not door, glass, obviously, <laughs> and as you lean up against it, the cage door opens. It's not locked. Why did you do it the first place? Well, it's just because I assumed I assumed it was locked, didn't I? That's great. Because I put my oh mace away, walk God. inside, and oh. pick up the key. And I'll also pick up the, pick up the potions as well. Sure. So you can note down if you want three potions of healing and a silver key. And bread. I'm going to try to open this door that I'm in front of. Yeah, it opens. Cool. Is it it's just the other end of the pit? It's the other end of the pit. Uh, one thing you can see from this perspective, however, is um, it, like a like a um, a trick of the eye kind of thing. On the other side, there's like footholds and handholds to climb down that just you cannot see from the one side. It's just like a perspective trick. Wait, Surely the side, I would have found that though. If I, the, yeah, the side Neva was hanging off. You'd think. Okay, I'm not going to say anything to Neva gonna go over and just climb down <laughs> sure when you get over there it's very difficult like you climb down your eye your face is like right next to sort of the thing but, but i know they're there them. you can't see them. you know they're there you just cannot see them but you sort of feel them in your hand and you sort of like slot in it looks really weird so it, like, it gonna work. go stand here and watch and how would you because you, no. <laughs> you opened the door and she watched you go in there and you then you came distracted. back out you're distracted by the other Thing. Get out of here. <laughs> Why? Because Carly went to get a key. Yeah. When you get yeah. down to the bottom, They're you notice these, these spikes are quite dull. It would have hurt to land on them, but oh. it wouldn't have killed you. Mm, okay. And you can sort of traverse through them. Yeah, I'm just going to go grab the guy's bag. Sure, grab the satchel. What's, what's in the bag? What's in the bag? What's in <laughs> the bag? Inside the satchel, uh, two things. One is a white chess piece a white pawn and the other is a key with a blue circle on it oh okay that's good i suppose climb back in? out what's in there nothing <laughs> sure <laughs> go up to the blue door and try to use the key on that it fits it works. It unlocks it. It uh, just unlocks the padlock. Wow. Oh, I guess there was a key in there, was there? Mmm, I guess there was. I found another <laughs> key. I've got a silver one here. Yeah, well, that's not going to do anything about it yet, is it? Not yet, no. We need yellow and things, but not silver. Uh, it's it's the colours of all the orbs. Yeah. Gold, bronze, red, green, amethyst, sapphire. And as you start to open the door, we're going to break. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dicebreakers. Thank you to Dark Fantasy Studio and Nicholas Judy for the use of their music in the episode. And a big thanks to you for listening.
If you prefer to see us live, don't forget to follow us on Twitch or Glimish at DicebreakersDnd, or if you want to watch us at your own pace, consider subscribing to us on YouTube. Don't forget to come back next week to see what the characters get up to in the next part of this epic adventure. I'll see you then. Thank you.